to the Beer Conspiracy Show. It's a comedy podcast where three best buds sit around and talk about the supernatural, conspiracy theories, true crimes, and more. Pretty much anything weird. Now, we tend to pull no punches, so a mature listening audience is advised. But if you like to have a good time, then crack open a cold one. Pull up a chair and hang out with the boys of the Beer Conspiracy Show. Why does a perfectly seaworthy ship get abandoned by its crew in the middle of the ocean? How does an entire crew vanish without a trace, never to be heard from again? This fabled merchant brigantine, discovered adrift and devoid of crew in 1872, has left an indelible mark on history, captivating generations with its eerie narrative. What happened to the captain, his family, and the seven other crewmen on board remains a mystery to this day. It's too loud. (laughs) There's no snare in my headphones. Is that good right there? I sound like I'm in a tin can. No, you shouldn't. I was just kidding. Okay, because that's your headphones. All right, welcome this to the beer. This is me in a tin can. Help, I'm trapped <laughs> in a tin can. Welcome to the Beer Conspiracy Show. Thank you all for joining us. We're your hosts. I'm Aaron. I'm Jared. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Our boy is back. You know him as the Dirty D. We know him as something else, we won't say his name. Dirty D's back. I can't think of anything Stone Stone Cold says. Oh, fuck. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> John 316, you gotta chug Stone your beer. Cold. Stone Cold 316 says, I just whooped your ass or something. Dirty D's back. Had his baby boy named finally. Um, Tiny D. I would expect your baby boy to have a... <laughs> Above average. <laughs> Above average. <laughs> Baby dick. <laughs> but yeah, Dirty D's back. So, of course, we're going to be doing Dirty D's Dirty News. My throat! Okay, 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 okay. Welcome to this segment of Dirty D's Dirty News. On this segment, we talk dental dams. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we had this. This isn't really the news yet. We um, talked about dental dams a little while ago. No idea what that is. I didn't. Either. I told him what it was because I knew what it was. Jared obviously, kind of knew. I knew exactly what it was. But they are apparently used to by dentists. To do I dental just thought work. it was like a Fruit Loop or a. Fruit by the foot thing where you spread it out. Yeah, that's what it. That's okay. what I told you See, it was. I assumed it was like a cup or something you shoved in the vagina, and it was like a reverse condom. Yeah, so dental dams are apparently used for oral. I didn't know. I just raw dogged every time. <laughs> I didn't know there was an option. <laughs> Hence the herpes on his, <laughs> on his lip. <laughs> I've never used a dental dam. I, never, I'm just, I just knew what they were. I never knew what they were. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't even, I didn't know that it was an actual medical device used right. by dentists. I just thought it was like a dental condom. Yeah, like I a, just wondered why it was called a dental dam um, if you used it on your private parts. What are dentists using it for? To, to eat to you keep, out? To keep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you this gas. <laughs> Spread them. It's like Seinfeld where he woke up and they were like fucking on him or something. When they do right? teeth surgery, that's they spread it over your mouth and pull your teeth through it. 
and do the surgery. So I guess stuff don't go down your throat. That makes sense. Yeah, but, but then people decided, said, hey, I can eat a pussy with this. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not, called a not get bush hairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's called a dental dam to keep shit out of your mouth. That's Another one. Like there's still a mouth involved. You right. don't use and it. And then for- when they come, you don't have to swallow it. All right. So on to the real story. Man 25 caught having sex with a cow after farmers grew suspicious their animals were being abused. Good for him. He can satisfy a cow. <laughs> well, no. no. Buried the headline on that one. The real didn't story is say he satisfied the cow. He man, just, man has a uh, cow-sized dick is the bigger <laughs> headline. <laughs> Moving on. So a 25-year-old man was caught having sex with a cow after triggering an alarm set up by farmers who had grown suspicious their livestock were being abused. I don't know how they would be suspicious about. I was wondering like, that too. I mean, that cow's vagina looks a little lopsided. <laughs> Liam Brown sneaked into a farm in Burton near Christchurch, Dorset. This is in England. I don't know if I said that. In he the, did not. In the dead of night to commit the vile act. Hello, cow. I'm about to fuck ya. <laughs> I'm going to tenderize some hamburger. <laughs> oh, I can't do that. He was detected by the farm's new surveillance system and caught on the premises by farmers who rushed to the scene to apprehend him. Man, mid-cow fuck. Got pulled out. At least let him finish. If he's going right. to get charged with the crime, let the guy do what he came to know, do dude. if i'm the farmer i feel like that would be like i'm sure they get like uh some kind of the farmers are fucking attachment the cow to these cows well. no they're that's fucking what it is he's it's jealous like, it's like that's yeah. my, that, if somebody that's was fucking fuck. my dog i'd be really fucking pissed off yeah because you're you want next you, you want to be all worn out no i want first <laughs> yes well yeah <laughs> big birth is my girl <laughs> a dna sample taken from a calf so like he was banging the little ones what a dick. So he's a pedophile. Proved intercourse had taken place. Yeah, That's I, how I they know because it wasn't tight no more. Stretched yeah. her pussy out. Yeah. Former called and was like, I went to fuck my cow. I was all worn out. <laughs> Semen dripping out. It was fresh. It was just born yesterday. <laughs> smells like someone's been here. <laughs> I gave it a taste and it was very salty. <laughs> <laughs> you disgusting. <laughs> I forwent the dental dam on just this once. <laughs> this is what I get. A mouthful of some other dude's jizz. So if you're banging a cow, like, I'm pretty sure, like, wouldn't it, like, they just randomly shit all the time. Think, like, you're banging it and you get grass shit all over your dick. I'm assuming they have different I mean, if you're fucking a cow, I think getting shit on is, like, you're not even worried about that, honestly. Probably probably, like it. Well, yeah, that's the good part. They got different holes, don't they? Yeah. They're not a bird. (laughs) But the hole, the asshole's right over the the vagina hole. Okay. So if you're banging it and it poops on you. Mm lube be like doing doggy but then your girl could just like shits every five minutes (laughs) (laughs) think that way how bad does it smell like just in general by cows and you think i'm gonna fuck that aaron likes it i'm (laughs) trying to think like why 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 would you do that you like the poop brown sobbed as he pleaded guilty to sexual penetration with a living animal what if it wasn't living (laughs) i think i'd rather (laughs) is that better living than dead and causing unnecessary suffering to to a protected animal. Cows protected animals? Maybe protected in India from, they are. From, is this in India? This is in England. It's England. They don't care. They're protected by fences. I mean, that's they make money off those cows, so. Right. Protected. The farm had installed uh, alarms and surveillance systems after becoming concerned about the welfare of their young livestock. So he was definitely banging the young ones. He said Brown had been... Known to the farmers since he was a child due to the fact that members of his family had previously been employed at the farm. 
So that's how he, he got the taste for it. Veal. <laughs> <laughs> Veal's actually pretty good. Nice and tender. I don't know if I've ever eaten veal. Y'all eat veal? I've had mm-hmm. like veal parmesan. From where? Where do you get it from? I had it at Taste Bavaria. Oh, really? Yeah, I never ate it there. Is that a German thing? Mm-hmm. Like that? The veal. I mean, from, yeah, but they got like the Italian veal parmesan. Yeah, veal parmesan. The defendant was found by members of the farming family who had concerns regarding the welfare of the livestock set up alarm. On the night in question, they were alerted by alarms and equipment and had they had set up and there was with the result that the defendant was found so basically he got caught fucking the cows he's not been sentenced yet so i don't know what type of sentencing that that incurs but it's probably the same thing like um mistreating a dog or something like mistreating a dog couple, or banging a couple a dog. Of years you can bang a dog without because it's not a protected animal you just be nice about it I mean, yeah i'm pretty sure first. you cannot just bang a dog just get him the Put his paw print <laughs> on a contract that says he's okay with you fucking it. Then that's legal. Yeah. Aaron has a lot of <laughs> experience experience with this, apparently. Dog law. That's what all these paw print contracts on the wall oh. are. <laughs> Trophies. Wish I still had pogs. Oh, all pogs are awesome. Yeah. And that concludes the segment of Dirty D's Dirty News. Okay, 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 okay. Pogs is in fat ass white girls. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, okay. Different pogs. Pags? No, that's pogs. Pog. Oh, P A W. Pogs. pogs. You don't pogs even watch is... porn, do you? You don't even porn, do you? You don't even porn, bro. Psst, psst. I don't. I don't do pat ass. He just said, <laughs> "I love a fat ass white girl." <laughs> pat ass. All right. A... So Jared's gonna give us our story today. We're sort of getting into haunting season. Seasons change. Well, it's Labor Day weekend, so it's a Labor unofficially Day fall starting. Is that a thing? Yeah, summer's so, over, so we're gonna start doing some hauntings. We're blue collar guys. We've made it past the heat, so. Uh, Is the, I don't think the heat's officially over. No, definitely not. I mean, it's felt nice the past couple of days, but I don't think it's gonna last. Nice is in it's only ninety four. Right. <laughs> The humidity is only sixty percent instead of one hundred percent. I'd rather ninety than hundred and oh, something. Oh, it's fucked. It's yeah, felt dude. way better the past couple of days. It was a hundred and eight degrees. Last two weeks, like a couple of what a week yeah. ago here, which with our humidity is just insane. Yeah, it was like feels like a hundred and twenty or some shit. So we're gonna get a little spooky tonight, J Rod. All right. So I w- originally started out to do the Queen Mary. Oh, <laughs> changed the story. yeah. Well, okay. kind of. We'll talk about Queen Mary because I did a bunch of research. And then I was decided that it wasn't enough and I was going to do like ghost ships and like other haunted ships. Nice. And stumbled upon the Mary Celeste, which is a really cool story. And I think like it was like, we'll talk about that. And that's going to be the main topic. We'll talk about the Queen Mary first. So the Queen Mary was um, a ship. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You've seen that movie oh. Ghost Ship? Yeah, it's a ghost, great movie. Ghost Ship's actually um, based off of Mary Celeste. Okay. But the Queen Mary was, I'm trying to remember because I did so much research on the Mary Celeste that I'm just, my brain is there. Try to back rewind a day and go to the Queen Mary. It was commissioned. Didn't, during, uh, what was that movie with Lindsay Lohan when she was a little kid? Parent Trap? Parent Trap. Didn't they go on the Queen Mary? Am I thinking of a different ship? Let's skip it. I don't think no, that's the truth. Like, no, may, no, that wasn't the, okay, no, that wasn't the Queen Mary. All that, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was. Good movie, though. 
So when was the Queen Mary? I feel like that would be like 1800s. Or no, something. Mary Celeste was 1800s. We're talking about Queen Mary right now. It was commissioned during the Great Depression okay. by Britain from like a, a Scottish shipyard. It was, um, I think it was like a sister company of the White Line or what was it? Was it? Titanic, the Titanic? White, White, White Star. Star. White Star. That's it. So basically in the 20s. The, the Great Depression was happening and England hadn't like built any boats and they wanted to like bolster their shipbuilding or whatever because they were getting behind in the Navy, in the Navy. to Germany and stuff. So they commissioned a bunch of boats and the Queen Mary was one of them. What? I don't know why they would care about Germany. I mean, well, Germany disaster. I know, but they I mean, even in the late 20s, they kind of already know that World War Two is going to happen sometime soon. It's already heading that you way. You still want to like, like bolster your... Yeah, after what Germany military. wasn't allowed to... But they were at that point. Secretly. Maybe it wasn't just Germany. Maybe I'm mashing I mean, two things together. Even if you don't have like they're falling, they're falling. a specific enemy, you'd want your shit brought up. That's pretty much it. Maybe I misspoke. Maybe it wasn't just Germany. It just their Navy and their shipbuilding capabilities was way behind. Boy, we ain't got any boats. So well, they just, I mean, they just got out of a world, a world war where everything was got lost. So they're probably trying to replenish their stock. But this, the Queen Mary originally wasn't a warship. It was, it's a luxury ship, but they're just trying to like kind of prove that they can build like these new badass huge boats or whatever. And because they're not at war at the time, they want to bolster up their capabilities of building boats. And so they commissioned the Queen Mary and one other boat. Well, plus like Titanic had just gone down. So maybe they're trying to like uh, get confidence back in their ship. Could building, be. Maybe? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty it's all along the same vein, basically. Mm. So. They build this huge boat. It was like a thousand, over a thousand feet long, which is like 300 feet longer than a Titanic. This huge, massive boat or whatever. And it's super duper fast. They want it to be the fastest boat ever built. Huh. So it's finished and all that. And then it starts doing runs across the Atlantic as a cruise ship, basically, like getting people from Europe to New York City. And it is like the fastest boat. How long do you know how long they're taking? Four days, I think. Four days? Four days, yeah. Fuck. Didn't it it's take a, like three months or some shit? Yeah, so this is like really did really fast Fuck, for the time. Dude. It's It goes up to 35 knots, which is like 40-something miles an hour, like 40-ish miles an like hour. coal-powered or? No, it's steam-powered, steam? I believe. Which I guess, why is that steam? Same thing. I guess it is coal. Yeah, it's coal. Like mm. coal turned into steam mm. or whatever. But like there's, a, right away there's a couple of things that happen um, on its first they launch it and finish building it. And then the first day they're like testing things for it, takes out its maiden voyage. And this guy gets crushed in a doorway in like the engine room or whatever. One of the workers. Because the boat was going too fast. No, it was just like they're just testing like these watertight doors and he just like got crushed by one. Mm-hmm. Fucking Mongo. Uh, <laughs> who hired, who hired Ralph? <laughs> then uh, that's like one of the thing, first things that happens right away. Then... I think uh, there's a lot of these are like rumors. There's two little girls that drowned in a swimming pool, like on the cruise ship thing or whatever. Is that a rumor? <laughs> uh, there's a guy who like went crazy and killed. He went crazy and killed like his two daughters and killed himself on in, the- in one of the on the cruise ship or whatever. Oh, and then there was also a story of like, oh, this is this is later. So. A few years into its service, the World War II starts or whatever. And so they basically turned it into a warship for Ret- transporting troops. Retrofit it. Yeah. So they turn it into a warship for transporting troops. 
And during this time, a bunch of other crazy shit happens. Like soldiers are dying from heat, like heat exhaustion, because the boat's only outfitted to hold like two to three thousand passengers comfortably, but they're hauling fifteen to twenty thousand passengers. Fuck, I bet it's oh, the, the soldiers so and sailors and stuff. Like shit and come. I think they would just go on the top and it's going so fast you get a nice breeze. Well, they had to go and sleep and shit. They didn't want them on the deck because in case they got hit by U-boats and sank or like they didn't want them up there. Especially That'd be the at, best place to be because you could just be off instead of stuck in the middle, right? Nah. They didn't want them up there, especially at nighttime because they would like light cigarettes and have lights and shit and that would give their position away. So they painted the boat like dark gray. And they would call it the Gray Ghost during wartime. And it was super fast. Could go across the Atlantic really quickly transporting troops or whatever. But a bunch of dudes died from heat stroke because it was crammed into the little tiny rooms. And no central like, air back then. Yeah. You, like a lot of people died from heat stroke. There was also another incident where it rammed into another boat that was like going with it. They're like going a serpentine pattern to avoid the U boats. Mm-hmm. And there was another like destroyer ship like transporting with it. And they're both going serpentine and then it just rammed each other because the other one's way faster, just crammed into it. It killed like 340 people on Mm -hmm. that one out of 500, like almost all of them died. Stupid. And they weren't allowed to stop because they had like 20,000 soldiers. You got to go, dude. I mean, those U-boats are fucking all over the place. Exactly. So they rammed into this boat, killed 300 and something people, like run over them. They're getting sucked into the propeller like it was a fucking massacre. Mm. And then at some point they like they were transporting some Australian troops and one of the cooks made like a bad meal and they shoved him in the oven and turned it on and murdered him. Like <laughs> cooked him or whatever. God damn. So like a lot is of that bad, real or is that a rumor? I mean, a lot of these stories are proposed, but they're not like proven by fact. I'll bring that up in Jeez. a second. What <laughs> the guy must have made a shitty meal. What was it? Liver and onions or something? Uh, I don't didn't say what it was. Then it after the war, it, it wound up successfully transporting like over two million troops, never had an incident of like being attacked or whatever. And then it basically went back to being a cruise ship. And then a few other crazy things happened, like people were murdered. And after uh, the war. Yeah. And then eventually it was decommissioned in like the 60s. And I think it kind of like got docked for a while, kind of like got sold here and there. And they didn't really know what to do with it. They're about to sell it and for scrap, like in the. 70s or 80s something like that and then eventually california the state of california bought it or maybe it was the city of long beach california bought it for like a museum and hotel and they turned it into a museum and hotel at that point they remodeled it to back to its former glory and then it's got the reputation of being haunted for the first time which is in my opinion is why this holds no water no credibility to it whatsoever. Never has anybody mentioned that the boat was haunted before. I want this drink and another one. But I mean, if you got you're crammed on there with thousands and thousands of people, are you going to be able to tell? Like, well, that's the thing. It it was a cruise ship for after World War II from '45 all the way to like the late '60s. Nobody ever officially mentioned that it being haunted or anything. It didn't have any mention of it ever being haunted until 2008. Uh, when it turned into a hotel and museum or whatever. Never mind. So that's where all the, say it's bullshit, but I don't want to say that. On <laughs> that I don't I think it is bullshit. That's why I didn't really want to do this as a main topic. I just wanted to talk about it a little bit. But basically, in my opinion, I think it is all bullshit. 2008, it makes it lands like a top 10 most haunted places basically out of nowhere on one of those like 
Time magazine things or whatever. One of those. Well, they also put Hitler on their cover, so not a very reputable magazine <laughs> there. And then, you know, since then, obviously, the city of Long Beach has profited off of it tremendously. And they play into the whole ghost tours and all these stories pop up about people seeing ghosts and stuff. But we'll talk about but you can stay there. You, you can, can still stay there. Still a hotel. Well, I'll talk about a couple of ghosts for a minute. And so I want to move on to the big story. So apparently the two little girls that drown in the pool, people have said that they could, they've seen them like running around by the pool. And I think eventually they kind of closed off the pool area because people kept saying they're seeing the, the ghost and hearing the ghost. I did hear a clip. Two little girls kept pissing in the pool. So they closed it down. <laughs> Supposedly you can. <laughs> smells like pissing there. Ew, is that a Snickers or a duty? <laughs> Supposedly at some point you could see wet footprints just appearing oh, like cool. on the deck by the pool. And there, I heard an audio clip. Somebody's like talking to the the little girl and apparently she liked candy. And they're like, do you want some candy? And she's like, candy. Snack. Food. Which you can hear, like, that's supposedly uh, a real thing. I thought girl, I just. That girl will get a, in an, a white rape van, like, <laughs> so quick. So they closed off that candy. area after uh, somebody stole her and brought her and you know, took her in the white panel van. <laughs> uh. No, uh, another one is uh, the guy that got crushed by the doors. Apparently, if you go in that area, you can like hear his presence and you can hear him. Ow! <laughs> ow, 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 ow. I'm being crushed. Open, open the door. <laughs> oh, man. I'd hate, to, I'd hate to be that ghost. How oh, did he man. die? Uh, door closed. <laughs> You know, it's funny. These emergency uh, doors, they're not instant. It's not like it's not like on Star Trek where the doors just like whoosh, whoosh, or Star Wars, you know, it's so like it's like an Austin Powers. Yeah, like, um, yeah. yeah, I was thinking Austin it's Powers. Coming. Yeah, the steamroller is yeah. like, oh, no. What a dummy. I was also thinking Austin Powers. Like, remember when Will Ferrell falls down on the thing? He's like, I'm really badly hurt. <laughs> Can you sit someone down here? I'm being crushed by the door. <laughs> so apparently you can see him and hear him. And he also, there's a bunch of like knocks on the ship. People claim if you knock, like shave and a haircut, two bits, like it knocks back or whatever. Cool. The big famous thing is the cabin room B340. Isn't it's, it doll in it or something? No, not anymore. They closed it up, sealed um, it off because apparently it was too haunted. So people, it was a hotel, obviously. You could stay there. And people kept claiming that they're like, getting fucked with or ripping their sheets off of them, pushing them out of bed. Like, so eventually closed the room down, but that's supposedly where the guy murdered his two daughters and killed himself is in one of those, like two or three cabins that they opened up into one room. Like a suite. Yeah. Cause back in the day, you think you've been on a, y'all been on a cruise, huh? Mm, yeah. The rooms are tiny. Mm. And I guess that's kind of how it was then too. So for the hotel, they opened up two or three cabins and made it into one hotel room or whatever. Cool. So that's the big. So you can put a lot of people in there. Or well, I mean, it's like a like standard a hotel room, oh, okay. like two two full beds or whatever. So if it's like bullshit haunted and like they're playing towards staying in the haunted hotel, why would they shut down the most haunted rooms? Because it why because they, like, it play that up because it's not real and people go in there and freak out and like ram their head into the wall and shit and be like the ghost did it and then like probably try to sue them and shit. So they 
they closed it off or whatever. Waivers or... Well, I mean, I don't know, dude. The way lawsuits are now, you can sue anybody for anything. Especially California. They, I never read that. Mm-hmm. I just, to me, that's probably what it is. People will get all worked up and then like freak out and like hurt themselves and say the ghost did it and try to sue you or whatever. I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking. Maybe it's real. I mean, I don't fucking know. I've never been there. Right. We should go. To California? You, yeah, you never want to go to there. California, huh? No, I don't. So I, I was thought. just kidding. I think Cameron Diaz and Snoop Dogg are from Long Beach, and he used to sell her weed in school or something like that. That's all I know about Long Beach. Interesting. <laughs> We're doing ASMR. <laughs> Everyone scratched your beards all at once. Uh, what were some of the other ghosts? Apparently, there's over 100 ghost entities on the boat, apparently. Oh, the the woman in the white dress. Apparently, it's like this lady who was like a white nightgown on. She just kind of roams around the ship or whatever. See her nipples? People <laughs> claim. I don't know. Nobody ever said bush. that. Kind of nipples. Yeah, big, you see the bush. She's like poking out. <laughs> it's like she's got like a broccoli stem under there. <laughs> Some of the hairs are coming through the fabric. <laughs> so a historian discredited a lot of the stories. There's never any records of two girls drowning on the boat. That one's supposedly discredited. The guy that killed him, his two daughters and killed himself. And the reason why B3 for that, and there's no record of that ever happening. I mean, does there have to be records of everything? I mean, you would, back then? Like, you, you would make would, a record. They of would, it. Ha- yeah, they yeah. would have the record. Like of they it. would just have it written down in some room in a file cabinet. Hey, well, this happened. I mean, if there's a murder or suicide on a boat, like if it's you, been like sold I mean, back and forth and from England to America, this is the you're going to have it on record. Like, you have 300 people when you start That's out, a big but you've deal. only got That's a big deal. 298 or whatever. I feel like right they didn't there. care about murders and stuff back this in the 60s. This is 60s, though. I mean, this isn't, this is pretty modern times. Like, you want to hide that so, you know, people aren't scared to come. Maybe so. I mean, that could be I'm the case. I'm scared to come because, again, it's like, <laughs> like a fire hose. As usual with these stories, there's always a bunch of proof to discredit it, and it's hard for me to believe any of it's real. My biggest const- issue with the whole thing is that there's no proof of hauntings until 2008, until it was turned into a hotel and museum or whatever. Probably got like a new owner or something. They were like, I play that angle yeah, or whatever. I mean, I yeah, a, I'm gonna make this a hotel and it's haunted. Two to nas- me, two little me, bitches are in here for dolls or. Remember that guy got squished? He's there, too. <laughs> <laughs> so a few of the stories can be corroborated and and uh, like as far as the tragic things happening, but a lot of them can't be proven. They're basically just like the guy that killed himself and murdered his two daughters. Just it, you can't prove that it happened. So, you know, maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. It's just like the shining. Grady killed the twins. Remember? No, the previous <laughs> caretaker. <laughs> David just drawing a blank over there. So, I mean, that's. To me, that's pretty much it on the Queen Mary. I don't, I don't believe any of it. I just, I watched a bunch of like other videos of people going in there, and they have their little gadgets, and it's just so stupid to me. Yeah, I mean, on account of ghosts aren't real, it's aggravating. They are real, asshole. They're as real as your eyes are. We didn't see none of beautiful blue at the the plantation. That's because we were wasted, and we didn't. This guy left, and if we were wasted, we should have seen more. You would think, yeah, that you're part of the... We weren't in the house. We just got sexually assaulted by other patrons. (laughs) (laughs) Thought we weren't going to talk about that. Uh, You're right. Moving on. All right, let's go to the Mary Celeste. This is the good one. Y'all know anything about this? Ghost ship. Never been... I've probably heard, but I don't remember. 
So stay in the Queen Mary at your own expense. Bam, bam. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Anyway. Is this like where the boat gets lost or something and then it comes back and everybody's dead? Kind of. It doesn't sound like you, you think you probably think of something. There's a lot of these stories right. in these boats, but this one to me is like, I, I want to say, let me start off by saying, I think the boat is cursed. I think there's a curse like on that. the Black Pearl. And I'll, and that's kind of like the big, it's not really haunted. I think it's cursed. And I'll kind of explain that. Also, the thing that happens to it's kind of like a conspiracy. Cursed by ghosts. No, like, well, yeah, I don't know. Cursed by spirit, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's the black people that do the curses. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the voodoos. The ethnic curse. White man's curse. <laughs> that's a whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so it was built mary celeste well, actually okay so pretty sure whiskey is the red man's curse i was gonna say that but yeah maybe so maybe beer is the white man's curse the white man don't have any curses Moonshine? you got it all you got it all <laughs> big dicks yeah there you go that's yep. the black man's curse <laughs> <laughs> the white man don't have a curse that's that's the pog curse <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all right so the mary celeste was Commissioned after the Civil War in the late 1860s, I believe. It's American ship. No, it actually started out as Spanish. I think it was a Spanish ship. Ding, ding, ding. One point for us. <laughs> we, 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 we made one ship. <laughs> We're not uh, Spanish. It started out called. You're not Spanish. I'm a Hispanic. I'm a. You're from Spain? Mexican Indian hanging by the Spanish. Oh, that's Portuguese. Right. Portuguese. He's a, a Mayan that got banged by a right. Spaniard turned into a Mexican. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. So the Mary Celeste. I'm going to get into it. <laughs> I'm having a hard time remembering all this stuff because the Queen Mary like drug all a bunch of old memory. I only have enough memory for like 12 hours. Captain's the- log. <laughs> Commissioned in the 1860s originally was called the Amazon or just Amazon. Um, it was like a transport slaves. What's it? No. What was what, what it called when they this is post Civil War? Oh, it was a Brigante. I think is the name of it. It's like uh, a transport ship. Basically, the hole is like open underneath two mast frigate. No, it's called a Brigante. The frigate something. different. No, like a. Oh, I thought that was Spanish for frigate. Isn't a frigate the same thing? Fri- this I mean, frigate's another class of boat. This is specifically oh. called a Brigante oh, or Brigante okay. or whatever you pronounce. Not Spanish or whatever it is. Anyway. Two masts, got an open hole for transport, is built by uh, this guy who tried to like start his own shipyard basically at the time. Actually, it was built It was built in Scotland also, I think. Maybe it wasn't Spanish. Maybe it was also English. I don't remember. You know what the fuck doesn't you're really, talking about? It doesn't really matter. That's the most important part. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> you're losing me here. <laughs> anyway, there's like this guy starting his own shipyard. He brings a bunch of other investors on board. It's owned by like nine or ten people. I'm not sure what a brigade is. Brigante. It's just it's just style like a type of ship. It's about 100 feet long, 25 feet wide. It's got two masts. It's a little big ship. For, huh? Yeah, I mean, back in the day, then these are sailboats. They're not huge yet. Like, you know, Carlito Brigante. It's all I'm bringing up. Carlito's way. You ever Maybe seen, I'm ever seen Carlito's it? way. No, I haven't. You should watch that one. It's got your boy, uh, that dude I hate, not Robert De Niro, but Al Pacino. Or oh, way. okay. Okay. Anyway, the background of the ship's not really that important. It's just a bunch of stupid details. So the it starts out like its first voyage. It's completed building or whatever, and they, they get a captain to captain the boat. 
and they're going to try it on its first run. It's going to go from Europe to America or whatever. Kind of the same route that the, the Queen Mary went across the Atlantic. So they get a captain and they like load it up on the first day and he's there like overseeing the load up and he's like, oh, I don't I don't feel well. And they're like, oh, should we postpone the trip? And he's like, no, getting out on the water, I'll, I'll feel better because I'm a you know salty dog or Brigantine, whatever. Brigantine, you dumbass. Brigant, Brigante, Brigantine, what's the difference? Brigantine? Okay, yeah, that's it. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. All this about is on ships, memory, so. dude. I don't have like okay. you know, beat maybe me up need, over a couple of letters. Maybe you need note cards like Joe no, Biden. Fuck that. Stupid. I hate just reading the story off. Well, it's no, so you boring. just have like bullet points. You don't have to read the story. You just would write Brigante. Or I might, said. I might forget this word, so it's brigantine. Anyway. Open hole. <laughs> Dental dam. <laughs> so they decide to set out on the trip, even though the guy's not feeling well. So they get first day they get out into the harbor and he's like, oh shit, I'm really sick. He's got a bad fever. They don't even make it like a mile from the port. And he gets super sick. So they turn around, go back to land, and he dies. Like that day from a from a horrible from fever. diarrhea, COVID, <laughs> from COVID. Uh, so he's in pneumonia. Flu. He dies from pneumonia. So they they bring his body back to his wife or whatever, and that's like the <laughs> the fuck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> that's the first thing they ever transported was a dead body. That's the, like they moved it a dead body a mile. That's the first thing. But he this died when ever, he got back. I thought no, when they first started. They made it out into the the port like a mile away, turned around, went back to land. He died, and then they went like back to the original port or whatever and oh. delivered his body back. So the first thing it actually moves is a dead body. Oh, so they came back right back? Yeah, like they they made it. <laughs> they didn't even make it into the like they made it into the bay out so of the harbor. And he died out there. He, he did, they didn't. No, they back they turned they... back when he got super sick, right. and then he died on land. And then they had to bring his body home to his wife. It was a different port, oh, like I 10 miles you. away. Throwing his ass overboard. Okay, so that guy is dead. So they got to get a new captain. The first guy's name was McLean. That's the name of the captain. John McLean? No, I don't, I don't Did remember. he ever die hard? He did die hard. He died <laughs> hard and fast. He's officially <laughs> the captain for like a day. So they get a new captain. Then the second guy's name's Barnes, I think. Be the captain of a ship. It'd be fun, they said. <laughs> Another one. So the second captain's name's Barnes. They they like, hire this new guy. They set out and they make it uh, like a couple of miles away out of the harbor into or out of the bay into a river to get to the ocean or whatever. And they run on some fishing lines and just like tear the ship all up and like fucked it all up. Bunch of water coming in. They got to turn around, go back to the harbor. One more time. Where are we coming out of Europe? It's uh. Yeah, I think I think it's like near Scotland and like in between Scotland and England, somewhere around oh, okay. there, like Northern Europe. I don't remember exactly. Is that where the it was. channel English Channel? It might be. I don't know. I really don't know. Well, just Europe. So yeah, yeah. England. So they they hit up the fishing lines, tear the boat all up, got to turn around, and go fix it. Takes so, a oh, I think it'll take like a month to fix all the damage or whatever. Fix that. Same captain now. They go back out. They make it a couple miles down the river this time. Then they collide into another boat and fucking like destroy the boat, basically. Like destroy the other boat? Destroy, destroy both boats. Like it's okay. sinking. There's a shitload of water coming in. Everybody abandons ship and it sits out there for like half a day and they finally realize, well, it's not sinking so bad. We can like get it back to a harbor to fix it. I have been, I think I told him this at work. I've been watching some pirate. I told him to watch that pirate show on Netflix and I've been watching some pirate stuff. 
they can like just fix a fucking boat if it's leaking and yeah. like taking on water. Yeah. I don't know how they can just put like tar or some shit. They no like idea. hammer big peat chunks of wood into the but holes. But I mean, like, uh, I listened to this one like about uh, during like the big whaling industry period of time and a whale would crash on their boat and they're just like, oh, we're about to die in an hour, but they just fix their boat and keep on Well, going. they got pumps and stuff on board. They, they, do, pump, have, they, they do have pumps. They pump water out and then somebody works on fixing the hole and it, the, the boat can take on a considerable amount of water before it's a problem. Their, their pump system is like. It's basically like foot pumps. Like, a, like it's like bags that you step on and it's like puts oh, a vacuum. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Back then, I mean, now they got electric pumps. People but are smart, man. Some people are smart. That's going to come into play later in the story, pumps. Cool. So, so the third time out, they still haven't made it more than 10 miles from the harbor, and they just basically destroy the boat. It's got to go back and get fixed extensive repairs this time. And at this point, like the company is going bankrupt or whatever. That's a like another thing about this. There's all these investors and they're transporting goods for money or whatever. And anytime you have something like this happen, you're losing money. Yeah. And a lot of them are like, we'll go out of business and lose everything. If something like this happens, they put all this money. Well, in it's like the us. Boat. If the machine breaks, we're not making money that day. Exactly. Except these so people what, are, what are they? Uh, what's their job? What are they transporting? All kind of different stuff. I mean, just random shit, oil just supplies. And yeah, I mean, it could supplies. be food oil, like oil. It could be any, any random thing, like whatever you got to get to America. Yeah, or bang, then you, you go bring something there, or you back. bring shit back or whatever. Cool, cool, cool. So extensive repairs, uh, and this time they fire the captain or whatever. He's out of there. The second one? Yeah, the second guy, okay. Barnes, is fired because he's wrecked the boat twice. There's not, you know, there's so much damage and shit. Get that f*** out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so the third captain they hire is Thompson, which is actually, he's one of the owners or whatever, I guess, because there's a shitload of different owners, and a lot of them are also like, captains and seafaring people like they're around the industry i guess he's a captain so he's like i'll do it myself or whatever the boat gets fixed and then they they actually run some routes for a while i deliver some shit but something's always going wrong like half the goods will be damaged or uh just they're late or they take too long and it spoils if it's food or you know perishables or whatever so they just you're like losing their asses off and this goes on for a couple of years or whatever and the guy thompson Basically, he he gets wind that they're going to fire him or whatever and force him out of the company. So he's at the time he's docked in kind of like northern U.S. or southern Canada, like on the East Coast or whatever. And they're not allowed to sail past um, a certain port in Canada because it's cold and like in November or whatever, there's icebergs and shit because of insurance won't cover um, like shipwrecks, shipwrecks or the, any of the stuff. So he gets wind that they're trying to fire him. They told him, like, don't leave the port. We're coming to replace you or whatever. So he takes off. And this is in November, north of where he's supposed to go. With the ship? He with, takes off with, with the, the ship. ship. Yeah. With the intention of crashing it? With the intention of crashing it. So well, he goes. Also oh, on it. Well, that's not. He he says it was an accident. Well, right. That's <laughs> what you're going to say. But he takes yeah. it up there and fucking beaches it and, like, crashes it and destroys it, basically. Nice. Or so he says. He tells the owners. The boat is destroyed. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you know, obviously the insurance company's like, no, fuck, you're not getting any money. Right. So they're all like in, in Europe and they don't even come to investigate the boat. They just take him at his word that the boat's destroyed. Within like a month, somebody else makes a claim for the boat or whatever. So there's this law at the time in, in Canada Maritime Law. You can't 
register, like re-register a boat if it's not seafaring. Like it has to be like register it to a new port, which would be like in Newfoundland, Canada or whatever. You has to be seafaring boat. So within one month of them saying that the boat is destroyed and they're not getting any money, they basically just like abandon it or whatever and give up on it because it's not worth going to get it and fixing it and all that. That far away. So they basically just like say whatever, you know, you can have it like and they just kind of abandon it. So a new owner stakes claim and says, like, I'll fix it. But then right away, a month later, it gets like registered to a new port. Which it can't do unless it's seafaring. So he really didn't. He crash didn't he crash. Lied. He lied and like like sold it's it. His boat. You son of a bitch. And Holy sold shit. it to a new company, like underhanded deal. Like give me a quarter of the price for it, and I'll just give it to you or whatever. Nice. The new company takes it over in Newfoundland, and then like same shit. A bunch of crappy stuff keeps happening, and there's like this thing with the with the registration on it or whatever. A guy. A guy, like one of the new owners claims that he like he re-outfitted the boat to to avoid paying like some kind of taxes or whatever. So when you when you re-register the boat, you have to pay like some kind of fees or something or whatever, some kind of taxes on it. And if you make a bunch of improvements to the boat, then you don't have to pay those fees. So he lies and says that he does all that or whatever. And like this sounds like early, uh, like an 18 wheeler. Kind like of transportation. No, just like a transportation thing. They have all these rules that they got. Yeah, do. I mean, I guess, I guess so. So there's a bunch of a bunch of rules and stuff. But anyway, again, like this guy, another guy is like a swindler and a liar. He says he makes all these repairs to the boat and the stuff to avoid paying these fees. And like they think that he lied about it or whatever, because just a year later, he sells it to somebody else and then a year later, like the boat is like rotting and falling apart. So with all those things that he claimed that he did, he didn't actually do because the boat's falling apart or whatever. And they don't audit or check this. Apparently. apparently not. I mean, that's the thing. Like, apparently you just say like you just fill out a bunch of paperwork and be like, yeah, the boat's out and see, we can't look into it now. Plus, it's 1870s or 60s and there's just no paperwork. I mean, I mean, it's just paperwork. There's word. no computers. Like, how are you going to check up on shit? It's just paperwork. I mean, it makes sense. Like, you're not, they don't bring the boat to port. They dock it out there, and then you bring your little boats and shit in. Depending on the port. On, yeah. I mean, depending on where depending it's on at. The, there's all kinds of things where you can get away with. These guys are, are sailors. They've been doing this for years and years and years. They know how to get away with stuff. So Exactly. Makes sense. Anyway, like, so the this guy just lies about that the new owner gets fucked he's like stuck with all these repairs for the boat plus they they hit him with all like the back fines and shit that the other original guy was supposed (laughs) to pay and he gets fucked over i mean kind of the whole point of all this stuff leading up to the big story is that i don't know if i really believe in like all this bad energy or karma or whatever you want to call it but as so far there's been everybody just keeps lying and fucking each other over and they're so greedy and then people keep dying and like all these but accidents keep it, happening. It was bad from the start. Well, that's the thing though. Like why? I mean, who knows what happened when they built it? The, maybe somebody, whoever, maybe that first captain or whatever got on the bad side of a gypsy and they could put have a been. curse or Could have been. It could something. be anything I mean, like that. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Clearly there's this, something going on with this boat. Apparently though. this boat should have never left. Yeah, it they seems just that way. Le- as soon as they took off, they had to turn back, and that's kind of freaky. So it's 
it's bought by another guy at this point in uh, in New York, out of New York, and they do all the proper repairs and and they get it like into a really nice ship. They add a bunch of. I'm sorry. What year are we in? This is like 1871 or 1872 okay. at this point. So the new owners in New York buy it and they really do put like a shitload of money into it and repair it and make it like a really nice boat. They make it bigger, can like have more transport, more stuff, and they make the captain's quarters super nice. And it's going to make sense in a minute. So they go to find a new captain for it. And this new guy, Briggs, they bring him on. And he is like kind of towards the end of his career as a captain. He kind of wants to retire. But they bring him on. They're like, look, here's the boat. Uh, You can have some of the profits. Like they gave him like a profit share, basically like an owner's share of the boat by being the captain. He wants to retire, but he doesn't have enough money. And he sees this as a way like, okay, this has got a huge cargo hold now. They upgraded it. Uh, I can bring my family along because he wants to like spend time with his family or whatever. And the new captain's quarters is kind of what brings him into it. It's why he wants to do it. So the new captain, he's like a really good sailor. He's like his his dad was a sailor. His grandpa was a sailor. All of his brothers are sailors or captains. But all four of his brothers died and his dad also died recently Find a new trade, guys. I mean, shit. Y'all like, are terrible for, sailors. For different reasons or whatever. Ah. For different reasons. Some of them died at sea. Some of them got sick or whatever. But it's, again, like you're bringing this bad energy onto the boat. Bad juju. Bad juju. And also, this guy, I, I read somewhere that he married his cousin. She didn't say <laughs> no. <laughs> it said they were childhood sweethearts, but it also said that she was his cousin. So I think she, that might have been okay back that's then. That's what I was thinking. Is that yeah. kind of normal in the 1870s? I mean, it didn't say like first cousin not or anything. For, not for regular people. Like hillbillies? No, not. it's fine for the rich. Uh, oh, royals lords, or whatever? Royalty, yeah, but not for... If it's good enough know. for them, it's I don't good know enough if it's for the true or not. People. I don't know if it's true or not, but I did read somewhere that he married his cousin. Which well, is also bad juju. She was a real nice girl. Her arms were <laughs> big not old hairy. Titties. Big old titties, yeah. So they had two kids together. And like I was saying, he wants to retire and spend time with his family. So he sees this new job. <laughs> with the kids? Mongos. <laughs> <laughs> they don't talk about the kids anymore. <laughs> but anyway, that's why he wants the job. He wants the money. It's a good opportunity to make some money the next couple of years and retire. Put him and in plus, special schools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are expensive. <laughs> Plus, he can bring his wife and baby along. He's got two kids. And one of the kids, he decides he wants to leave at home in America with, yeah, with the grandma. The <laughs> with the grandma. Yeah, I would, too. Uh, leave that one that's just That one with up. the big forehead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, everything on a ship is kind of low, so you don't want to hit him. You right. don't want him in his head all the time. Because if he hits his head. That's even worse. Oh, my God. He's going to be slobbering all over the place. It's going to drown, gonna drown the, ship. the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Smart move. <laughs> all right. So this guy's smart. They're getting ready to leave. The boat's all finished. He takes the job and they load it up with cargo. It's a uh, fifteen hundred and seven barrels of industrial alcohol from and they're in the Hoboken, New Jersey port, and they're bringing that to Spain. Sounds they said flammable. They didn't when they said industrial alcohol. I wasn't really sure what that meant at the time. I didn't really realize they used. It would be like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, what did they really alcohol? use that for? Back, I didn't think they even understood what bacteria mm-hmm. was. They did. In the 1870s? Yes. I feel like Civil War, they were still like just sawing people's arms off and then using I the same. I in the Revolution War now. No, 1870s, I said. I said post-Civil War. Oh, okay. 
I don't, I don't know. They might have used it for like huh. engines and shit. I don't like. Could be. I didn't really look into that. I guess I should have, but I thought that was kind of interesting. I've been thinking this whole time the wrong war, era. Wrong era. I thought we were 1770. No, 1870. I said damn Civil it. War, I'm pretty sure. God Hope damn I did. it. Fucking Civil War. I mean, they would have known about, germ, about germs. I don't think so, dude. Point. I'm pretty sure Civil War, they were like. They didn't wash their hands. They didn't wash their hands. I think alcohol must have been used for they something were, different. They were putting it on wounds and stuff, but they just weren't like washing their instruments or hands or anything else. So they'd put it on, if your leg is fucked up, they'd pour it on your leg. But then they're coming with a, a hacksaw with goddamn well, guys that hacksaw that it. I just used on yeah, fucking right. Dan Green Boy over That's here. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. So the the captain gets a whole new crew, whole new, it's a brand new first voyage for, since it's being re-outfitted. And he brings on a couple of guys that he knows as his um, first mate and the other, I forget what the other, maybe it's second mate, I don't remember. Five of the people he didn't know, it was says alcohol has been used as an antiseptic as early as 1363. Holy shit, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Anyway, he brings on a couple guys he knows, but a lot of the crew is, um, he doesn't know them. But they're kind of doing, like, they're loading up the ship and doing a little training and stuff like that, I guess. And he puts in the notes that they're a solid crew and he's happy with the crew so far or whatever. Before they leave port, he's like, I got good sailors. I feel good about the journey. He decides to bring his wife and little daughter on the trip and leaves his son there to, to complete his schooling for that year. Mongo boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to put that circle thing into the circle spot. Into so it's square spot. <laughs> so it's the captain, seven crew, and then his wife and daughter, 10 people total. So they that doesn't seem like enough. Well, it's I mean, a small it's, ship. Yeah, people? it's pretty small. It's only 100 feet long. long. I mean, you only got okay. two, two main sails. I mean, I guess they probably do three or four like people and then a shift of three or four people to keep it going Dude, or whatever. I'm looking at this and that's a big boat. That's a like, lot of sails. What do you sales. need so many people for? Like, I don't know. Why would you need a hundred people? Well, I mean, most of the time the sails are just up. You're just going straight across. You're not really wanting to stop or anything. So true, true, true. They head out or whatever and they immediately hit bad weather and they decide to anchor out for a couple of days and let the weather pass. Eventually it does and they head on out all along the journey. So apparently... There's kind of like shipping routes where you kind of go a specific thing. They kind of try to stay on a course or whatever. Well, everybody's, this is the way everybody's mapped it out already. It's like a, you got a map of highways or interstates and stuff. You're taking the same way because, you know, I mean, there's, it's a good road. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention the boat is now called Mary Celeste, obviously. The new owners oh, from the from okay. the New York company changed the name. But anyway, so they, they head out on the thing. They've got their course mapped out. So eight days after the Mary Celeste leaves port, there's another boat scheduled to head on the exact same route, the Del Gracia. And it's, I don't remember what its cargo was. Doesn't really matter. Anyway, so apparently, <laughs> the delivering dildos. dildos they were also England. going from Hoboken to Spain to the same exact port. So they would have taken the same route. Apparently there was two routes. One, you basically went all the way across the Atlantic and then off the coast of Spain, there's the Azores Islands, and you can either go north around the islands or south around the islands. The Mary Celeste was to go north around the islands, and the Del Gracia was to go south around the islands. So they should have gotten to the port about eight days later. So the Del Gracia was captained by a guy named, I think his name is Moorhead. Supposedly, the two knew each other. Briggs and Moorhead knew each other and even dined together. They, <laughs> yeah, do they docked. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Tip to tip. <laughs> tip, to tip. <laughs> they dined together in New York 
allegedly. That can't really be proven. Some people say they knew each other. Some people say they didn't know each other. To me, it's not that far-fetched to believe that two captains out of the same port would know each other right. that have been in the, the maritime industry for 20 years. They're or doing really the same routes. Exactly. I think that's very believable. Yeah. Anyway, so Mary Celeste is out on its journey. They're encountering bad weather and they have like the log or whatever. They go 20 days and they mention like bad weather the whole time, basically. So they had to keep like the hatches on top closed down so water didn't get in or whatever. And it's said that like the industrial alcohol they were hauling was like noxious. It had like emitted like fumes Mm. down in the cargo hold or whatever. So they couldn't open the. So having the hatches closed all like for 20 days and all that bad weather would have supposedly built up some fumes down below. So in the log that mentions at this point, they have good weather finally for the first time and they open up the hatches to like let off some of the fumes or whatever. Like a normal day, good weather or whatever. And then the next day on the there's no there's nothing in the log the next day. But there is like there's like a whiteboard or, or chalkboard on the boat and they like scribble notes. And then at the end of the day, the captain like longhand writes all the stuff into the log or whatever. So at some point in the morning of the 21st day, they quit making notes on the white on the chalkboard. So let's get back to the Del Gracia now. They're along their journey. They're going along for 20 something days, bad weather. There's that other ship that was yeah, that was eight them. days behind them. They are like round the Azores Islands on the other side of it. So the the last log position was six miles west of the Azores Islands or whatever, which would right have been the time where they would have started to make their curve around the islands. The Del Gracia is coming along. They're going to go the south route. They go around the islands and now they're on the east side of them and they see a ship in the horizon and like they got their telescope telescope spyglass spyglass there you go that's the word i was trying to think of and they like see the ship or whatever so they fuck you they see the ship and why can you use a telescope you know not looking at the stars on that other ship spying spying on on land it's a fucking telescope this guy they see the ship and this like they see that it's kind of behaving abnormally like it's basically like going in circles i think is the way they described it so apparently like like the, Nemo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the like the waves will like make it make like little like circles or whatever. So they see it behaving weird and so they go up on it or whatever and realize that it's the Mary Celeste. And as the story goes, supposedly the captains knew each other, so he's like, Oh shit, let's go check on them because I know those people or whatever. And they go they go on board and board it and realize that there's no one on board. All ten people are gone. And then they go check like the log book and realize that it's been like nine days since they've made a, a log Entry. or whatever. And the thing and they and they notice that the notes are on the board on the 21st day, but they haven't been logged or anything. So they like extensively check the ship trying to figure out what's going on because it's so weird that just all these people are disappeared. They still got their cargo. OK, so they here's some of the things they noticed when they when they boarded the ship, the sails were up but not in like the full sail position. It'd basically be like, you're not like trying to fully press on. You're just kind of barely like moving slowed down or whatever. The the sails are up, but they're not like tied down. So you're basically letting like a lot of the wind go by, but you're still moving or whatever. It'd basically be like when you get close to a port coasting. Yeah, you're slowing down because you're about to do something or whatever. They noticed that one of the rails on the side has like been cut 
like a, in a section about like 10 or 12 feet or something like that or broken off. Maybe I don't remember. It's just removed. They said otherwise the boat is in like excellent condition. There's a couple of sails like thrown on the like on the deck on top as in like maybe they took some of the main sails down really quickly. I mean, I think there's two masts, but there's like 20 fucking sails right. on each mast or whatever. So they took a couple of them down quickly. It looked like and then went into like that cruise mode, but then didn't uh, finish doing what they were trying to do. I guess they go down into the hold. They're slowing down there. Yeah, maybe so. I guess that's kind of the, the best way to, I don't really know that much about sailing. Another one. They go check the cargo, like trying to figure out, Oh, well maybe it was pirates or, you know, they go down in the cargo hold. There's notice there's about three feet of water in the cargo hold, which is, I mean, it's a, some water, but it's not uh, enough to like, freak out about always, isn't there always water down it there? depends on if, if it's like an empty cargo hold then you'd want to put some water for weight or whatever but if it's full of shit you wouldn't really want water down there hmm. but three feet's not enough for a ship for this size and the way it's set up it's nothing to worry about like it really wouldn't be a big concern it's not like something you'd freak out and like oh god we're sinking no, I got three feet of water. yeah it's we're not, dying. not that big of a deal or whatever yeah but all the cargo is still there intact so like okay it's not pirates like what the stolen shit and they go and check the like the cruise quarters all of their belongings are there money jewelry pictures silverware all the expensive important stuff that they would have tried to take in with them is all still there they even mentioned that in the captain's quarters the beds are not made like it's like he got out of bed and like didn't the kids the captain of a boat very disciplined guy or whatever he would not have like left his bed unmade he wouldn't do it well, his wife wouldn't have left the bed unmade. And they even mentioned that like in the daughter's bed, it looked like like there's like an outline of her like laying there. Like it looked like she just vanished. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, like there's still like an imprint of where she laid or whatever. Ew, I don't like that. Crazy. So they're just like so confused. Like they don't understand what's happening. So they decide that they want to salvage the boat and bring it on into the port with them or whatever, which is not an easy task. because so they're, they're just going to tow it? They can't tow it. It's too oh. big and heavy. Oh. So, and especially there's been bad weather. So they, they decide to split their crew up they, and have, yeah. they decide that the ship is like perfectly capable. There's like a little bit of things out of place, but it's not like damaged or anything. There's nothing really wrong with it. It's perfectly capable. So they go ahead and sail it on into it's the. Kind of like a pirate code. Like we just found a ship that we're going to take it for hours. Pretty much. So back in the day, uh salvage law was like, if you find a boat, you can basically either get to keep it or you get a huge reward Oh, no kind shit. of equal to what the ship is worth almost or whatever. That's a lot. So it's like really good luck, especially with all that cargo in it. It was worth like 50 grand at the time, which today's money would be like a million bucks. So they're like excited about it and they, they get it into it's port. A payday right there. Huge payday. So as soon as they get into port, Basically, like the authorities are like, oh, this is fucking like shady. we're going to investigate. This is shady. shady you shit. fucking murdered them all. Yeah. So they they launch a huge investigation and their first instinct is to blame the people in the Del Gracia. Like y'all killed them. Mm -hmm. I mean, clearly you killed them all and stole the, the boat or whatever. But after investigating, there's no signs of struggles. I mean, there's, there's no nothing. bolt hole. There's no there's cannon no, exactly. Holes there's there's no there's nothing to, to say to signify like that. There's been a struggle. Like or they whatever. got on the ship without any kind of force at all. Exactly. Let's we'll start. We'll talk about the theories now of what happened to it. 
that was like their main theory at first. And I'll talk about the investigation in a second. But like, what do you all think happened or whatever? So essentially, it looks like a perfectly good ship with a super experienced captain. He's been doing this a long ass time with experienced sailors that he felt really good about. And there's nothing wrong with the boat and all the cargo is still there. It wasn't pirated or anything like what could have happened? Aliens. Blacks. <laughs> I, I think you're right. They steal anything. So you think know. pirates? There's nothing. David says aliens. I mean, it could pirates be. aren't getting on there though without any kind of force though. But they're the not going to let pirates cut. on there. The rail was cut. They sneak on, and I didn't mention this yet. I kind of intentionally. So remember, we talked about like those routes are the same or whatever. Mm-hmm. From the log, their position was. They had logged their position on day 20 or 21 or whatever it was. The Delgracia run across them along the other side of the islands, 400 miles into the, like further into the journey. So after the crew quit logging, we don't know that they're gone or disappeared yet. After they quit logging things, they went 400 miles. The boat went 400 miles along the perfect route and then ran into the Delgracia, which is also taking the exact same route. So it's like within a mile or two of the original route. But would it like if they had the sails set? Like would it just go? Like it's not how it works. Like if you let like on a big ship on the rudder, and- you you have to constantly have to be holding on to the big ass wheel. Otherwise, it'll just the waves will hit you and it'll just turn the rudder, and then you'll just be going in circles. What also, if you hold a broom. Oh, it's right like in your car is going to do the same thing if it's yeah, uh, exactly. Like force, gravity, especially if there's waves. Like waves are going to hit you. If it was a dead calm, no wind, well, then you wouldn't be sailing. But there's no waves. You might stay in the same pattern. But remember when they came upon it, the boat's going in circles. Right. How the fuck did it go in circles and stay on the same perfect path to where they could see it with a spyglass and notice that it was in trouble? It's not like they saw it from 20 miles away. It's on the same path within a couple of miles and like within, you know, a mile or two, let's say going in circles on the perfect path. How is that possible? So the fumes fucked them up. They didn't realize they were fucked up. Kept sailing. Were like super groggy and forgot to do the. But just because they're logs, fucked up, but they, let's just say like drunk or something on fumes. You not you like can't high go. Okay, so you can't. But then, go. like just on instinct, they can they can still steer the ship until they just fall overboard dead. But you can't go in a circle. Well, no, they've gone off by that. So point. there was a cat on board, also. Fucking cat. And even the cat was gone. Well, yeah, I'm taking the cat too. Where are you taking it? Oh, overboard. Because I'm you just, crazy. You fucking high and you jump yeah. overboard. Let's all go. Let's for talk a about a couple of those theories. I'm glad you brought that up. So the official investigation first, they blame blame the Del Gracia people. They're like, y'all did it, and then they basically couldn't prove that they did in any way, shape, or form. Then they then they thought pirates, and then they were like, well, why would pirates not steal anything? Everything's still here. Oh, uh, oh, they thought like maybe they maybe there was like a somebody went crazy or like a mutiny or whatever. Right. But again, no signs of struggle. And then what's your plan? Like you just jumped overboard. You they're, can't kill there. One guy can't mutiny to well, kill everybody. Exactly. Well, like they're who, all asleep. Who's going to go along with it? So there was a lifeboat was missing. Ooh. There may or may not have been two lifeboats and they're not even they're not sure if there was even any at all. That's the thing. What? They thought there was a lifeboat. They th- they think there was one lifeboat. There could have been two because Briggs asked for a second one before they left port. Does he has, not have lifeboats? They don't have to. Back then it didn't didn't matter, apparently. But 
because if he, he had, asked for one, then he, he, he asked. So got they it, have right? one for sure. They think they have one. They think he asked for a second one because his family was there and he needed a second lifeboat for him and his family. And the other one was for the crew. How many people can fit? On they do boat? know that he did not get the second lifeboat. He asked for it. He didn't get it, though. But they don't know for sure if there was he was asking for just one in the first place. So there could be zero. There could be one. They don't really know that for sure. Or there could be two. There was definitely not two. There was definitely not two. He did okay. not get the second. So one. none are one. None are one, right. Okay. They think it's one. They're pretty sure. But the lifeboat was not on the boat when they when the Del Graccia came up on Ooh, it. Ooh, interesting. So one of the the other well yeah. One of the things they wanted to abandon the the Mongo child and not have to take care of it, so they started a new life on the Galapagos Islands. Yeah, that's that's one of the theories is insurance fraud. They thought maybe that the the crew of the Mary Celeste was like intentionally abandoned the ship to like sink it or whatever and get insurance fraud, but they didn't. But it didn't sink. Right, exactly. But it did have water in it, so they might have tried. And then also, they're just nowhere to be found. So we're saying they tried to sink it, but they're only that's got one three of the theories. It. Yeah, that's one of the theories. And then where'd they all go? Well, they're like, but, "Fuck it, didn't sink. We can't. We but, gotta stay here now." <laughs> I mean, they could have died by accident in the lifeboat. You know, I was gonna say, could they find some a hole in the ship that was like they tried to sink it? No, that's that, the thing. So they found they did find they did find there was two like like somebody tried to carve into the hole in the front on both sides. It's like it was almost like it was an intentional like carving or whatever from the inside or from the outside from the outside. But it also could have just been something they hit. They could have hit ice leaving port because it was November when they left or October, I think, when they left. And they're going across the North Atlantic. So there's ice. It could have hit an iceberg, could have hit. Just chunks of ice in the water or whatever. Or it could have happened in the port when all the bad weather or whatever could have like ran into something. I mean, Captain's not going to necessarily admit that he ran into something in the log or whatever because mm-hmm. that makes him look bad. So they go in through this investigation. They're like throwing all this stuff out there that y'all are saying. Y'all are, y'all are thinking the right same way they are. Basically, they decide that the official explanation is that they opened the hatch for the fumes and then they got like the fumes were so strong and like making them like sick and stuff. So they got in the lifeboat to get away from the fumes. They get away from the fumes and then lost the boat. And then like they had they were tied to the lifeboat I mean, to the boat. Obviously, you wouldn't just get in the lifeboat. Right. Not tied up. And that the rope broke. But was there like, a broke rope hanging off the boat? No, there was not. That's the thing. There was no broken rope hanging off the thing. There's also like no proof that that happened either. They, you would think that like the captain would log it. Well, not if he's in the boat on the. No, but if you were gonna like abandon ship because you're of the gonna fumes, say, you're gonna say but that. Would he have yeah. time? He's like the fumes are so bad I couldn't. Well, it wasn't like uh we're well then they pull, this is they, a mystery. How they, did the fumes get out? They but pulled they all the planned on letting the fumes right, out, right, right, yeah. So he'd be like. We're letting the fumes out now. Yeah, exactly. We probably and going figured to they the could ship. do it later, too, though. Like, Plus, we'll go ahead and do this, then I'll write about it. I don't think it's so, mentioned man. on day 20 is when they open the, the hatches to let the fumes out. Day 21, there's notes scribbled on the chalkboard and don't mention anything about overpowering fumes or anything. This is the following day. So it probably wasn't that. So it probably wasn't that. You think he would have mentioned in I the notes, like, understand. oh, the fumes are terrible. I don't think the fumes are that they'd really be that bad that they have to leave the boat 
A lot of the historians say, yeah, they'd say that industrial alcohol, like being closed up in there for a month would be really, really bad when they opened it. You can just sit on the top deck. And that's what I'm wondering. I mean, you're sailing forward. The fumes are like going go behind you or go in, underneath. Like go into your room and close the door. Exactly. Be down because that's where it's at. I'd be, well, the fumes are all bellowing out the top on the deck true. or whatever. So the, the kind of the official explanation, even to this day, is that the fumes overtook them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They got in a lifeboat and the, got separated from the boat somehow. Why would they have had to cut the side of the rail? That doesn't make any sense. Also, there's no proof that they lowered the lifeboat down. They would have like had a bunch of ropes and shit right. over the mast to lower. They didn't have any proof of that happening at all. Can you put a lifeboat down without anybody being on the ship? Yeah, I think everybody can. But you have to have it like it had to have been attached to some way. He has and... to have an advanced system of like ropes to like lower it down that way. Plus, even like they obviously made some preparation of um, abandoning if they're going to get on the lifeboat. They would have grabbed like their jewelry and shit. The woman would have. Unless What's she going to go do? Real fast. She's just standing up there. I mean, how fast you can't. It's you're at least going to have a couple of minutes while they're like rigging up the ropes like and the, stuff to get in the lifeboat. The fucking fumes fuck you up so bad. You don't can't hardly tell what you're doing very unbelievable in my opinion i mean you ever been fucked up so bad and you're like i need to get this done but fuck it i'm not doing anything yes <laughs> you don't even I, have to think about it i shit my pants <laughs> i'm not getting out of bed i'm shitting my pants uh, don't tell nobody please so they kind of basically the investigation ends they're satisfied that it's not foul play they just basically say they think that's what happened. The, the fumes called irrational, caused irrational behavior of some sort, and that's what happened. They pay out a 20% salvage fee to the Delgracia that found it. That's nowhere near 100%. It's not. It's not at all. They got shafted on that deal. Just left that shit out there. Took all the jewelry. The only other theories that I don't think we didn't press on was, uh, oh, like that the crew of the Mary Celeste was in on it for like insurance fraud or sal- like for salvage fraud to like get all the money or whatever. Well, but they, they would have still took their shit. But it was only insured for like 10 grand, which was like a, a very small portion of what it was actually worth. And they would have taken their shit, at least their jewelry and photographs and stuff like that. So the guy, the Captain Briggs would have like, obviously you can never show his face again. But he wanted to retire, you said. Yeah, but he just abandoned his kid in New York. Like his son was still in yeah. And like, America why would you take the job just to abandon it and not get that much money? Exactly. Yeah, he abandoned the the Mongo, the less fortunate kid. Or that was the way to get away from the Mongo. It could be, but that's not very believable because, like I said, it was not insured for nearly. They would have made more money by completing the journey. He would have personally made more money. The company would have made more money. Everybody would have made more money by just completing the journey. And you can get you can get rid of a manga way easier. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> that's really an elaborate that's scheme. Yeah, that's huh? what I've heard. <laughs> so that one doesn't make any sense. Everybody involved would have made a lot more money if they would have just completed the journey or whatever. So it doesn't make any sense. Huh? A lot of people are saying too, like the Del Gracia left eight days behind. They couldn't have like sabotaged them or anything like that, and oh, like yeah. and like stole it. Plus, they would have stole the the liquor and like. But if they planned on getting the reward, yeah, but they went up not getting the reward. Yeah, like, but they didn't know that. I guess, but the, surely they would have had to have known they were going to come under an investigation. Or- well, didn't pan out that they were and like the perpetrators or whatever. So I don't know. It's just not very believable. Doesn't make to me. sense either. So the How boats, do you sabotage it to where they just all disappear? 
I don't know, without any sign of struggle, I don't know. The people would obviously fight back if you started trying to shoot them or stab them and shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like being stabbed. <laughs> so they d- conclude that it's most likely the fumes, and they basically... Really? The fumes? Put the boat back in commission or whatever. I mean, that's going to make more sense than anything else. But uh, Oh, man, I like smelling... Fumes kill people. I like smelling fumes, though. Gas, Gets you high, man. Gas smells awesome. Gets you fucked up. Paint thinner. What if it was cool. just like really strong farts? <laughs> Fumes. I ain't nothing not wrong with that. Not my own farts. Not your Other, own. Oh, yeah. I like my own farts. Not, yeah, not everybody I, does. I can't smell nobody else's farts. <laughs> now imagine a hundred of other people's farts. Yeah, you guys are just and like, you gotta get off the boat. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> are you gonna go get your stuff? Yeah. With a hundred other people's nah, farts? But <laughs> fuck that. My pearls can stay on the boat. <laughs> Especially if they planned on coming back, why would they take their stuff? But there's nothing showing that the boat was there. So Exactly. Nothing showing that the boat was lowered down, the rope cut on the boat. Unless another one. They Just... were tied to the railing and the railing broke off. The railing was on top of the deck. It was on the deck. Like well, they, it was like it was intentionally removed. Ghosts. Maybe yeah. they thought they could so, row the boat really fast. Some, some of the outlandish theories are like aliens, obviously, like an abduction giant sea creatures coincidentally this is actually not that far from the how does a sea creature take off everybody off of a boat? boat i don't know i mean I could know. they have all been on the deck in a storm and like just all no, got knocked off oh no no way like a big wave and that fucking half turned sideways or something the kid mm. and the cat wouldn't have been on the deck with all the crew Ever? at the same time no no well then they came out and they don't know what to do because they're a kid and a cat and they fall off too I mean, not very believable. Also, there's no signs that that happened. I mean, there's a little bit of water in the cargo hold, but the shit would have been all fucked up if a wave big enough came to like you're taking knock a mast. Every- yeah, out. you're not going to fuck it all up. Like, there's nothing fucked up about it. There's it's not it's like a perfect the boat. shit in the cabin is not like thrown everywhere. Everything's perfectly in its, it's place. A perf- oh, it's a perfect boat. oh, also they found a thing of like oil Pogs. sewing machine <laughs> sewing <laughs> machine oil for the woman. Like in a little container, and it was still on a desk, not so even spilled or anything. Fall. So it, it couldn't have like taken a big wave or anything. Ooh, that, that's a good one. Also, unofficially during the investigation, this this is cannot be corroborated or not. And there's a lot of like maybe this happened, maybe this didn't in this story because it's so old. But supposedly they they possibly found some pumps on the deck of the boat and uh like this stick to basically like measure how much water is in the is in the bottom of the bottom. boat or whatever so how would that have been on the boat like after the water got in like if they abandoned because of the fumes they're they're oh the, the official investigation they abandoned because of the fumes and like rainwater is what got in the hatch because it was like abandoned for a week and during bad weather and that's where the water came from but how would there be pumps and like the water measuring stick on the deck after the water was like measured trying to get the water out why not the no deck? one of them was like damaged and they said it was clearly like been used maybe somebody was using it to suck their own dick <laughs> i feel like there's just pirates <laughs> clogged it up but then why didn't they take anything they even take the money or the jewelry or they would have like destroyed people are something. way wor- worth way well, more like than snuck on you would also take the other stuff too why well, like okay well i'm gonna take this 50 and leave fifty thousand. Well, think about this leave this twenty five thousand because the fifty thousand is worth more than the twenty five they would have sailed the fucking boat away if they're right. pirates they would have took the whole thing it's perfectly incapable of sailing when a pirate takes over a boat and kills everybody on board they're gonna just sail it back to wherever and Ooh, then they, 
the pirate? Yeah, they stake the whole boat and just sail it away to their port, to their home, and then take all the shit. and then take all the shit and sell and it. Now they got another boat. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> These humans uh, are worth a- more than uh, this whole cargo full of shit. Let's it would take, take both. Them. They would take both. Right. Yes. This You're is, stupid, this. Aaron. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Well, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think outside of the box, but my box is way smaller <laughs> than your box. All right. The boat goes back in. <sighs> goes back to work. It's a terrible story because I can't. I I can't figure it out. What if they were smited by God? That is a possibility. All Ooh, that bad moving, energy. Moving maybe on. they just like spontaneously combusted or whatever. Yeah, that's a thing. But there would be burn marks. There's there always be burn, burn marks, marks when people do that. I don't know. The boat goes back into work and they hire a new captain for it and everything. Same owners or whatever. What's his name? I don't remember the last guy's name. It's me. I say last guy. Bum, bum, bum. It continues to be a terrible boat. They're losing money. Like it's going horribly. This guy is also a port owner or whatever of the boat. He decides he didn't learn his lesson from how he many, decides, this is like he's the fourth one? Fourth, yeah, like real like real captain or whatever. Oh, damn, dude. He must be on two of the previous dude. ones are dead. One of them's disgraced for crashing it on everything. He takes it on, it's losing money. It's like going like shit. So he decides he's gonna take out a big insurance policy on it and sink, sink that motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. He's gonna go the Italian way. Yeah, so he so he Hires a couple crew, like come in on them with it or whatever. They succeed. They sink the boat. And then the insurance company is like, you hit, they hit like a well-known reef, like in clear water or whatever. Didn't see it. Didn't know it was there. The insurance company is like, fuck you. We're doing an investigation. Nah, but I didn't, I didn't know that reef was there. So they go, oh, they, they, he supposedly had like a hundred thousand dollars worth of cargo of like high value shit on there, and that's what the huge insurance policy was about. They paid it out, but they launched an investigation. They go hire two ships of investigators to go like check the check out the wreckage. Check out the wreckage. The cargo hold is empty. There's nothing in there. He lied. Sank it on purpose. So they're like, now right. he's long gone. No, they they find they know where he's at. They get him. They tell him if back then insurance maritime insurance fraud was punishable by death if they convicted would you of it not been long gone i don't know i guess he didn't think they were gonna prove it or figure it out or whatever but they did so they made him pay the money back there was three of them involved him the captain the first mate and then another owner of it were involved in the scheme they all had to pay all the money back <laughs> all right. they all had to pay money back so the two boats that they hired to go investigate the the crew and the boats like to go investigate the wreckage they come back, they give the insurance company their full report. They set off on separate things or whatever. Both of those boats sink. Everybody on board dies. All right. So do you have any information about like curses upon this? No, there's no, or, there's no, there's no like. So all this shit is just like coincidence, supposedly. So hold coincidence on. Coincidence in Air quotes. Air quotes. So I'm saying it's clearly cursed. The two boats that were hired to investigate it sink. Everybody involved in the investigation all dies on those two boats. The three people, the captain, the first mate, and the owner, all three die within three months of mysterious deaths. Sick, illness, like... I feel like that's not very mysterious back then. Well, I mean, it's just crazy that literally almost everyone that's ever been involved in this boat has died or been disgraced. 
maybe the fumes like so eventually now pretty much everyone who's ever been involved in this boat is dead it kind of dies down i think there's some kind of like karma bad energy thing that got started from the very beginning it's just a bad luck ship i think so what do you think uh definitely aliens aliens but the aliens lived in the alcohol they came out of the fumes took over the bodies of the humans and they floated into space that makes just as much sense as all <laughs> anything the other. else. <laughs> it really does. Honestly, I mean, it makes sense to me that something had to do with the fumes and they all fell over the side or. But they took the boat crazy. off. So my, well, they don't even know if they're my was biggest. There's nothing to show that it was ever hooked up or whatever. My biggest gripe is that the boat sailed along the perfect route for 400 more miles. But if and was, was seen going in circles when it was spotted, like, how is that possible? Ew. But if they were fucked up, then he might not have. The captain would have the definitely log. logged it, dude. Like, even if it would have been fucked up, what there was if he no died scratch. Somebody else becomes the captain. They'll have to, they will write about right, the captain dying. Fucked up. Dude, you couldn't be that fucked up and sail for another 400 months. Days. Days and days. Like, 10 days worth of sailing. Now, if I had a job and the boss died, and then like, well, who's going to do the boss's job? I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not writing on that board or in that book. Well, back then, you have a... First mate would take over, and then the second guy would take over, and then... Because if a first mate takes over, and he makes a good voyage to wherever they've got to go, when he goes back to England or wherever, they're like, oh, he had a good boat that landed. Everything was good. So he becomes captain of the ship. So he's going to... Miami. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's going to make sure everything goes good, and... So chain you, of command chain of command yeah. yeah right but i mean that's plus also he wants to make money so he's going to make sure everything's going that's like well. what's supposed to happen but like people are people like that doesn't necessarily mean that's going to happen no we are i think we're different people back then dude you're the first mate would be like all over that shit like i'm the captain now and now he's like a captain from now on it's like a huge promotion i'm the captain now that is a huge i mean he would be all fam- over that your whole family from the too. ship if like if you if your captain died and you took over the boat that and saved so all that cargo good. for your company they're gonna promote you to captain you're gonna yeah. get a huge chunk of reward all kind of stuff but if like they're the kind of main ones they would be up top like we gotta get through these fumes and then maybe all of the three top guys all died because they were all out there the most or something you know like i don't know it had to be something to do with the fumes because what else would it be that's the only thing that makes sense but i don't like it i don't buy it i don't buy it i don't buy aspect of it normally the most logical explanation is typically or the easiest most logical explanation is usually the real explanation true that's good yeah occam's razor Uh, yeah occam is that what it's called yeah I was going to say that, but I wasn't 100% sure it was. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, it's like the most most likely explanation. Wait. The most likely explanation is the explanation. Yeah, I think that's something like that. I think you have something. And then that's the only proof of anything was the fumes. And I mean, fumes can kill people, you know, depending on what it is. But if they're all on top. I mean, I don't know. What else? Dolphins all jumped up and knocked them off. One by one. Sirens. I don't know. All right. So I think we've entered this episode. No conclusions. We had the Queen Mary, I think. That one's stupid to me. I really like I I don't believe that at all. That's like one of the least believable ghost things, in my opinion. But if you believe in ghosts, then yeah, it's a true story. But (laughs) (laughs) Mary Celeste is it's gone, right? 
Yeah, it's well, gone. It's, oh, they they, they found the shipwreck. Like they, it's historians have found like exactly where it is, and like they know where the wreckage is. I think at this point it's completely deteriorated. There's nothing left. It's been on down there a hundred and something years. So, so it's been hundred and fifty years, I think, since this happened. Since the definitely haunted. Do not go to the Marisol. I know. I wouldn't even want to go near it. Like, <laughs> all right. Guys, you think thank the you. curse would last that long? Oh yeah, dude. Curses are forever. Oh, you Curses know, are forever. Gypsies, those motherfuckers like shrinking heads. That's forever. Eating gypsies. babies. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beer Conspiracy Show. Please remember to like us and share us on Facebook and Instagram. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Beer Conspiracy Show. We keep it sexy. You keep on listening. Hips and nips. Kurt Russell is amazing. Bye, dental dams. This is what I get. A mouthful of some other dude's jizz. Ugh.